Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We got an old friend coming up at the bottom of the hour. Trey Wingo worked with us at the old network. Will join us to talk all things NFL. And uh, if you're a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations do apply. Rob, uh, everybody, if they've listened to this show for more than a week, know that you are big-time television and movie guy. I I, I got to ask you, I'm, I'm actually surprised you haven't brought it up. Yeah, I was going to do but it. But yesterday, a legend passed away at 94 years old. What a life. Sydney Poitier. Yes. And, and what, you know what, what I your, always think about when thoughts. I think of Sydney Poitier? Call me Mr. Tibbs. You know that from the movie, Mr. Tibbs? He's a that teacher was the name in the movie, England. Mr. Tibbs? Yeah. I didn't see and that. And I don't know if they were calling him names or something in class, and he said, call me Mr. Tibbs. That was his uh, line in the movie. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, what a great actor, activist. Legendary. Man, he's had yeah. some life. You know, and I know these weren't his best movies. Um I mean, guess who's coming home for dinner? Is guess who's coming to dinner, right. For, That's right. And then it's the others. But to me, Rob, and I was young. Obviously, this is we're talking about the 1970s when I was watching Sidney Poitier. Um, I, I, my favorite memories of him, of him were from his movies with Bill Cosby. Really? Let's do it again. Right. Uh, Uptown Saturday Night. Those were the two best ones. Then they did the third one, A Piece of the Action. But I loved Uptown Saturday Night. Right, that's a great movie. Right, yeah, if you've I never seen that, Uptown movies. Saturday Night. Absolutely, absolutely. And Let's Do It Again was really good. Too. Yep. Um, but that that's and again, I know those weren't his legendary movies, but to me, that's what I remember him in, and uh, and I thought those movies were. Yeah, great. but the other two, and, and I'm sure we're missing them. I mean, oh, he's, but, yeah, uh, he's so Mr. Amazing. Tibbs uh, and. Um, Guess who's coming to dinner? That was a groundbreaking yeah. movie, right? Where he's right. going to uh, eat. I don't know he if his girlfriend. He was a white woman. His girlfriend yeah. was white, and they yeah. went to her house. I went to her house to, for dinner. Yeah, guess who's yeah. coming home? Guess who's coming to dinner? That was it. Yeah. All right, uh, Rob, let's jump into, we'll stay with football, but college football. And you've been on this train for a while that Jim Harbaugh needs to go to the NFL. Uh, now he's strike while the iron's hot. Um, we read, we talked about it the other day when Bruce Feldman, uh, our former colleague, both at ESPN and at Fox, right? He wrote that uh, there's some that believe that Harbaugh is definitely considering jumping to the NFL. And then today, story comes out: uh, Sam Webb of the Michigan Insider. He spoke and he's to plugged the father. In. That brother's yeah. plugged in up there. And this is not like 
these are on the record quotes, Rob. So Larry Clemens, who's the father of a four-star wide receiver, Darius Clemens. So Darius is a senior in high school, being recruited by the University of Michigan. And one thing that the father did, they apparently they're they're Christians. He had Harbaugh speak to his pastor. Hmm. And what one thing, the pastor, give the pastor some credit. He asked Harbaugh about the chatter that he might go to the NFL. And Harbaugh, he couldn't lie to the post, pastor. He, he? he might have felt right. He must have felt like, and I look, maybe would have, hopefully, would have told the truth to the recruit and his dad as well. But he didn't lie to the pastor, and he said that uh, it's a possibility. He said but, it's a possibility but, but pastor, that he, he's considering jumping to the NFL. But the pastor, I, I, when you say something to a pastor in confidence, should he go out and report that? I just feel kind of weird. It's not well. He told. I think I'm sure he told the family. No, I know. Right. Really, he's just, not a. He's not a psychiatrist. No, I know. I'm just saying. And, like, I, and it wasn't like it wasn't like uh, Harbaugh was confessing his sins. Well, like right. If you <laughs> go to just, the, to the told, priest, I think the pastor had a duty. Don't you think the pastor had a duty to tell the recruit and his dad? I don't. I guess. What? What? I, Hold I on. Guess. I ha- I got you talking to him, not so y'all can have secrets between y'all. Right. But yeah, so I, I guess can know right. what the pastor thinks. I about just you. thought he wanted to get the and feel for if he's, know. if he's uh, spiritual. You know what I mean? Or what kind of person? That's what kind of possible. person he is? You know what I'm right. saying? More I, so. And that's probably part of it. More so than just an answer and question. Like a. Like I need him to to answer. If his dad wanted him me somebody to get answers out of him, he could have had me do it. You know, like a hard nosed reporter asking Jim Harbaugh questions. I well, get to the my, meat of the bone. Yeah, all right. Um, but my <laughs> guess, Rob. <laughs> no, my guess is that there was what you're talking about. I'm sure he trusts his pastor. He wanted him to get a feel right for what type of person Harbaugh is. Do you think he's genuine? Do you right. think he's this, like that? that. Like, know, that's is important, he right? Is he genuinely right. or right? Trustworthy, right. right? But I, yeah, I doubt it was just a grill session, you know. So I, I but I, look, good job by the pastor. So, if, and yeah, then, and if Harbaugh told him. I think him, Harbaugh had to understand he was going to tell the family, right? I would so, assume. Yeah, so um, Harbaugh, give him credit. He said he is considering the jump to the NFL. Um, good. I'm glad he didn't lie to the recruit. I'll say this: if now maybe the recruit loves Michigan, we we know it's a good school academically. Maybe wants to go there for academics or some other reason. If that's the case, maybe that won't affect his call. But Rob, if he's like, I'm making my decision based on football, and I think that's probable, right? Let's keep it real. Even if he is a good student, um, this has got to affect you. I'm sorry. If I'm coming to play for you because you coached in the NFL, you did a great job, you regularly send, you know, lots of kids every year to the NFL, and you just had a great season, and you tell me you're considering leaving whether this year, you may not even be there at all when I get there, or you might only be there for a year or two, Rob. It's affected my decision. I'm sorry. It has to. Because yeah, everything coming. changes. You're not promised anything. A new coach might come in and decide, I already got my quarterback. I've been recruiting him since he was nine. Right. And now that I'm at Michigan, he's going to be the quarterback. Period. I don't care what you're you did. Right. 
whatever happened or how good you are, I got my guy. I've had my eye on him. He's going to win me a national championship or whatever. Yep. And so that, that's, the, that's why I've always said it wasn't fair that coaches were able to bounce and leave the kids hanging high and dry and not having to sit out a year or something. You know, it should be like they can't just walk out on the kids whenever they want. Right. Because no, I'm, look, the, kid, Rob, the kids I'm are left you. stuck. And we just saw an example in Oklahoma, the, the great young quarterback, Caleb Williams. Now, he said he's, he might. I don't know if there's – maybe I haven't seen the latest, Rob G. Correct me if I'm wrong. He said he might still stay at Oklahoma, but he's entering the transfer portal and open to going elsewhere. And I think that's good. His well, coach he just to, he went there to play for freaking Lincoln Riley. Right. All he's right? now at USC. And now he's if in Riley and Rob, I'm I'm sorry. These coaches, administrators, fans, whatever you want to call them, who are sitting there complaining, shouting to the high heavens about the kids that the chaos has ensued and kids can go wherever they want. Well, it's amazing. You don't have a problem with a coach breaking a contract and t- leaving kids that he told he would be there for for four years. You don't have a problem with that, but you got a problem with the kid being able to go anywhere. The co- I, heck, the kid should have more freedom than the coach because the kid's future might hinge on where he plays at. The coach is secure. He can stay where he's at under contract, or if he's getting offers elsewhere, he can go there. His livelihood is set. The kid, if I'm in a position like Spencer Rattler, who they bench for Caleb Williams, right. if he stays at Oklahoma, he's got no shot at getting to the NFL most likely. But if he leaves, he still has a shot. So I, I'm, I this double standard and, that some of these dudes have is ridiculous. And maybe so they I'm need to figure it, out Caleb Williams. Figure out also the the change of the recruiting season because that's the biggest issue. Is that coaches have to I agree. bolt because you have to commit, and you yep. can't wait till after bowl season. Chris is too late, right? right. So that's they why they should change it. Right. That's, that's why, why coaches, guys leave. They, they won't even coach coaches in the bowl game. Exactly. That's why they leave because. If if you don't, then you miss out on the whole recruiting class. Yep. So yep. it's a it's a year wasted. Yep. Now, did you see this? Speaking of Caleb Williams, and you know this guy, Charlie Batch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see Batch? I covered Charlie he offered, Batch. He offered Caleb Williams, Rob, this is a story, $1 million to transfer to Eastern Michigan. Did he really? You know, it's NIL, in name, right. image, likeness. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, if I'm Caleb Williams, I'm, I'm Oklahoma. I'm not going. I'm East glad Michigan. Charlie still got all that long money, man. I love hey, it. I love I know. it. I know. Charlie, I, I once uh, when Charlie was the uh, Lions quarterback, and we went down to Tampa for, um, for like a training session. Remember they have the off season training, right? And Wayne Fonts, the coach, was from Tampa, so the training session would be down in Tampa. So we went down, I went down there to do some stories, and I think it might have been, or maybe it was during spring training or something, and the Tigers were down there or something playing a game. And so Charlie Batch and I went to the game together and were sitting behind on plate, and they put us on, like us sitting there talking okay. during the game. So it just was funny. Yeah, yeah. Quarterback yeah. And, and, and the columnist, and they're talking right. about us on the game. But uh, <laughs> for Charlie to come out of his pocket for a million dollars, that's – 
pretty steep. Um, I know he's not. Well, going he works for Game Above Capital, apparently. That's who oh, is that what they? Okay, for. yeah. But um, he, Rob, I'm gonna push back on this. This notion that Harbaugh, Harbaugh's job at Michigan is finished, and you heard me say it the other night, and I'm doubling down. It's not finished. You had a great year, outstanding year, even though they got hammered in the college football playoff semifinal. You finished in the top four. You'll probably be the third-ranked team in the country when it's all said and done. Great job. Bravo. But if next year you go 9-4 and four and don't win the Big Ten and get hammered by Ohio State and finish 15th in the country, you've taken a step back. And now you're where you were two, three years ago. The job, and I'm not going to sit here and say he's got to win a national championship. They've never won. They won one that they shared 1997, right? Right, with Nebraska. But what I will say, Rob, is you got to be, like, in the discussion for the playoff pretty much every year. That's when your job, like Ohio State, Rob, they just had a down year. They'll be back. But we all know, right, They'll be back. We have no questions that they're going to be back. Next year, they'll be right there in the discussion to make the playoff. That's what Harbaugh's got to get Michigan to. And until he does that, I think he should stay there before it bolts into the NFL. Yeah, I I just think this is – if you want to go back to the NFL, like, and leave your your hometown – I know he's not from Ann Arbor, but he grew up there. He's from Toledo, but he grew up in Ann Arbor. Played for Bo, all the stuff, everything they wanted from him – was for him to get them relevant and get them in the, to the college football player. He did that, Chris. He did that, he did. and he beat Ohio State. So all I'm saying is, if you walk out now, the feeling about Jim Harbaugh and Ann Arbor is a good feeling. Would you agree with that? Like, would they feel good about him? Because he didn't yes. leave for another college. He went to the pros. Yes, pro. yeah, they feel good about you, but right, you know the job's not done. They could easily fall right off next year with or without Harbaugh. That's all I'm saying. I Yeah, of course. He's leaving on a high note. But it's not five years of a high note. It's one year of a high note. Now, he, I, I've defended him. He wasn't horrible, obviously, you know, his first seven years. They were relevant. They were in the top, a top 15 program. But... I'm not sitting there. I'll tell you this, Rob. If he leaves, I'm not sitting there like, oh, my God. Man, the Harbaugh years. No. Oh, my. You know what I'm saying? It would be the like, Harbaugh year. Right. The Harbaugh right. year. And, like, he's no Bo Schimbeckler yet. And I know Schimbeckler was there much longer. Right. But I'm saying, right? He wouldn't be on that level. So, all right, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996. 6369 is your turn to weigh in. Does Jim Harbaugh deserve credit for being honest with his recruits about his options? And do you think he should jump ship and head to the NFL? Your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup since starts fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts all right it's the odd couple live from the fox sports radio studios and if you're dealing with a dead battery go to AutoZone. it's america's number one battery destination offering free battery services like free battery testing and charging so next time you're having battery trouble folks go to the zone AutoZone is your battery solution and america's number one battery destination chris this is uh quincy jones doing some call me mr tibbs this is from the movie oh yeah yeah, it sounds like one in the 70s. Was that in the 70s? Late yeah. 60s? Yeah, it sounds like one of those types of sounds. It does. It sounds like um, yep. Sanford and Son. Do, 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 do. He did that too, didn't he? Right. Yeah, he made Jones the Sanford and Son. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. 877-99 on Fox. Jim Harbaugh, your thoughts? All right. Let's kick it off with Max in Los Angeles. You're on The Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio. What up, Max? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's doing great, what up, brother? You? Great. I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here in Los Angeles. Um, so, first of all, my Thank thoughts you. on um, <laughs> if it's a classy move by Jim Harbaugh, I'm very, I think, I think it's a good decision by him to tell the recruits what's going on. I with agree. Him. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be like Jim Harbaugh and have a top 25 class every single year when you're not an SEC team, you need to have the trust of everyone um, in the recruiting portal, and he's doing that by doing this. Um, I think um, he's within his rights to look at, at other jobs because uh, he took a pay cut this year um, while he's been a coach who wins 10 games every year. And, right, uh, he took I, a I 50% I, pay cut, right. Yeah, yeah. Michigan's got to treat him better. They're, they're always putting him on the well, chopping block. I think block. they'll hook him up. I would imagine. That. And they were. I don't blame them for what they did a year ago. Well, at he the time, lived up Max, to you got to admit, but yeah, things I, were pretty bleak. I think bleak. you take care of him now. Like, I think they should take care of him now. Well, financially. Yep. Appreciate the call. Thank you, Max. Cade in Reno, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Cade? How we doing tonight, fellas? Doing great. Good, How are you? Man. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Can't complain too much. So, um, as far as this Jim Harbaugh thing goes, I mean, yeah, you got to give him respect for, for being up front. And I don't honestly, as if I'm a senior, if I'm a stud senior that's deciding between Michigan and somewhere else, um, you know, even if he's got you know, the NFL on his mind, the good thing about these days is with the new transfer rules, does it really matter? I mean, you're a top guy. If he leaves, you can leave. Back when I played college ball, once you made that decision, you were kind of stuck there unless you wanted to sit a whole year out. So, right, you know, the, that's the, a good point. So that's a left. good point. I, I think that protects the player to some degree, no doubt. But, 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 do you but, want? I mean, and you. I hope you're still on the line. Yeah, K. You K, don't want to be transferring, right? You want to pick somewhere you're going to be able to stay for four years. Oh, absolutely. And you want to you want to follow that coach into the battlefield. I mean, you want to be there right. four years with that guy or three years, whatever. If you got NFL on your mind, but. You know, if you're a stud, there's going to be guys, I mean, just like you guys said, with Eastern Michigan offering uh, Caleb Williams a million dollars. Right. Kay, the only thing I'd say is 
Yeah, you could transfer, but it doesn't mean that your quarterback spot is waiting for you at some other right. school. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yes, they already got their guy. So you might be, you know, like if somebody doesn't really recruit you or know about you or want you, you could still find yourself right. and that's on the hassle, outside. Rob, in a lot of cases, you Absolutely. know what I'm saying? You yep. might be Thanks, saying, have a lot of good friends, be happy where you're at. You know right. what I mean? But maybe your girlfriend's Coach transferring there too, right. you know, going there. And then all of a sudden, you know. Right. Uh, Shaq, in Richmond, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio, Richmond, Virginia, of course. What up, Shaq? What's going on, Rob? What's up, what's up, Chris? Alex, what's going on, y'all? What up, brother? Appreciate you. Much, man. Yeah, man, uh, good to talk to y'all. But uh, I appreciate him being honest. And uh, just to get to another point, I think uh, I think he should actually pivot out of there, man, and go to Chicago. I think the Chicago Bears are very similar to the 49ers when he got there. And they got a young quarterback prospect in fields. And he does well with quarterbacks. Hasn't been able to recruit him, which I'm right. concerned about. The main reason why I think he should vote, because you need dynamic quarterbacks to win these national championships. The only teams that really beat Bama and Clemson are dynamic quarterbacks, and he can't seem to get it. And it's been five years. I don't know what's what, but I think he should pivot out of there, man, and go to the Bears. That's not a bad, because you're right. I mean, obviously, Fields, Kaepernick, all that. Um and, and, and Rob, and, it, it's baffling. He brought up a great point. Why can't he? He should be able to get quarterbacks. Well, they thought that he when they got him there, himself. right? That's he what had they thought. good quarterback success in the NFL. Like it's baffling uh, why he. But the call is right. He hadn't been able to get good quarterbacks at all. All right, we got our man Trey Wingo up next, but first. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, right, thank you, Steve. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Our next guest is a longtime friend of both of ours. We worked at him at the old network. Now he's the host of the Half Forgotten Podcast and Caesars Sportsbook's Chief Trends Officer. We welcome in Trey Wingo. Trey, what's Trey. happening, brother? Boys, how are we? Um, yeah, the Ravens have a chance to make the playoffs much in the same way in Dumb and Dumber, Jim Carrey had a chance. So you're telling me <laughs> okay, there's a yeah. I knew they weren't eliminated, <laughs> right, Trey. That's right. why I asked, because I knew they weren't officially eliminated, and I was like, I know they just keep losing games. Uh, do they have a shot? Because I lost track, really, of the um, Ravens. Yeah, no, it's 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 uh, done. So much and, has uh, to happen, right? It's ridiculous. It, yeah, I mean, like mathematically, yes, but you know, it's kind of like the Jaguars. We eliminated them a while ago. Yes, uh, thank you. Thank speaking you. of uh, elimination, the big Raiders uh, Chargers game, which is obviously a playoff game because the winner gets in. What do you make of that game? I know the Chargers are favorite in that game. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the the bad Chargers show up, and Staley goes for it on fourth down, and they lose to the Raiders. Well, <laughs> if he does go for it on fourth down, it would be completely on brand. I mean, there's a guy who went for it on fourth and nine in Kansas City earlier yes. this year, and actually made it. But uh, I mean, fourth and go- fourth and goal from the nine, and he made it. So uh, I'll give Staley this: at least he's consistent, and if, as a player. You just want someone to be consistent. You know what I mean. You just want someone who's going to consistently have the same message for your for your for your team. So it's a tough one. I mean, you know. By the way, if the Raiders win, it'll be the first time they've won four straight games to end the season since 1990. Wow! Um, wow. This is wow. yeah. Closing is 
closing has not been something that the Raiders have been really good at in over two decades. So um, it's, it's, you know, the Raiders still have another way to get in, but it's basically a winner get in situations, which always makes it fun. Trey, let's go to Tampa. Obviously, they've yeah. lost Antonio Brown, um, but just on the field. Do they – I've said since Brady's last year in New England, I don't think he can carry mediocre talent, you know, to the Super Bowl anymore like he did a lot of his career. But I think they got more than mediocre talent still at yeah. the skilled positions. Gronk, Mike Evans. I, you know, we'll see what these other guys, uh, Cyril Grayson, Tyler Johnson, guys like that can do. Do you think they have enough talent at the skilled positions – and around Brady to make a legitimate run at a second Super Bowl to get there. Well, forget winning it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, here, here's here's my like longstanding philosophy when it comes to uh, Tom Brady of the Patriots. Until they're dead, I'm never going to give up on them. Like until I know there is no life in their body. I mean, Tom is 44 years old, guys, and he leads the league in touchdown passes, and he leads the league. In uh, in yes. passing yards, and he has over almost a thousand more passing yards than Aaron Rodgers. Now I get it, Rodgers missed a game this year, right? But Brady was also shut out at home in a nine nothing loss to the Saints. Yeah, like, but he okay, got to play the he got to play the Atlanta uh, Falcons twice. Go look at those stats. Okay, the Packers got to play the Bears twice. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, the Bears are a terrible football team and have been Detroit for a long time twice. Right now. Well, they haven't played Detroit the second time. Well, they, yet. they will. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of that, uh, what do you make of the Packers saying hey, Aaron Rodgers is going to play? Uh, Chris and I talked about it. Do you want your quarterback not to play for three weeks, which is what it would be if he doesn't play? Is well, that remember that this, that, yeah, this very scenario played out for Green Bay in 2011, the year after they won the Super Bowl, yep. Super Bowl of, of 45, and. They, he didn't play, and they had the they had the bye week. Then they played that game against the Giants, and he was, you know, Aaron will tell you he was rusty in that game. He was rusty he in not the beginning, and they fell behind. Yeah. Right, probably had a lot to Correct. do with it. Now listen, there's playing, and then there's playing. Right, like I don't think he's going to play four quarters, but I think he wants to get out there and throw a few passes just to get in some rhythm. But I would be shocked if he's out there past the first or second quarter. What do you think? First of all. Is he your MVP this year? And what do you think about Herb Arkish? I mean, Hub Arkish in that whole situation? Just well, his I, philosophy I just, listen, on the vote. I, I don't understand it. Like, it's, it's essentially about how you play on the field. Now, you can argue, okay, teammate, all that kind of stuff. I get that. But come on, man. At the end of the day, this guy, by the way, Hub has blocked me on Twitter, so I have no idea. I've, I've never mentioned his name. That <laughs> Is I that right? Did really? he block you? Yeah. And you've never, yeah, I, like, done anything that would make him. He should have blocked me after the rant I went on. Yeah, I, whatever. You know, God bless him. Uh, <laughs> but the, if, you listen to his, if you listen to his whole take, it's like, oh, I made up my mind in the summer. Well, that, right. You should be disqualified for that. If Absolutely. you make up your mind in the summer, Trey, that, that's a ridiculous statement. 100%. If you I want to make a that. case for somebody else, then, then yeah. make your case. It's not a Correct. slam dunk. Aaron Rodgers didn't get every vote. But, but you're going to say before they even played a game, you weren't voting for Aaron Rodgers. That disqualify, disqualifies you to me. There's no I doubt. I agree with you. It's, it's, an, it's a non-logical situation. It's crazy. Uh, you know, uh, Caesars – Sports book. Tell us about Caesars and what they've been doing. Uh, they got all kinds of great things. I know currently, uh, if you bet like over a hundred dollars in NBA games, 
you get a chance to win a free jersey or something. I mean, I know they have all kinds of stuff going on with Caesars, don't they? Yeah, look, the, the, yeah, the Caesars stuff is great. And, and if you sign up and use the Caesars app, you get Caesars rewards. So even if your bet doesn't come through, you know, you get points towards, uh, you know, free stays or dining or restaurants or, or shopping or, or, you know, shows in Vegas, anything like that. So there's a, lot, there's, a, there's a million ways to do it. And the good thing for me with Caesars is so many of the guys that work for Caesars are people that I used to work with ESPN. So it's basically me with a bunch of familiar faces just in a different place. And, uh, you including know, me, that's that. right. Look, All of them. When, when they give, when they give, you know, give you benefits for not your bet not coming through. That's what yeah. Rob needs. No. Rob, that's right up his alley. <laughs> Believe me. Oh, see, there you go. Uh, my hey, before you go, Trey, Before you go, we look. No rookie quarterbacks ever got into the Super Bowl. Yeah. Obviously, New England's had a nice little season here. How dangerous do you think they are in the playoffs? Or, or do you think they're not at all dangerous? Well, okay, I'm glad you brought that up because my fine researcher, Jim Carr, who I worked with for many years at ESPN and now works with me at Caesars, gave me this little detail. Right now, the Patriots are the number one scoring defense in the NFL and are averaging over 27 points a game. The five previous teams to pull that off at the end of the regular season all went on to win the Super Bowl that year. Wow. Really? So if, if, if they don't wow. lay a massive egg one way or the other, and you, the rookie wow. quarterback thing is real, but everybody else that has been the lowest scoring defense in the NFL and scored at least 27 points a game, they come away with a ring. Wow. That, that is interesting. That's a heck of a stat. Yeah, and I'm, I'm squeezing one more. Joe Burrow and the Browns. Sure. Uh, just what do you make of him and the year he's had? Uh, he also lost to the Jets, and there were some hiccups along the way. But he's played really well, and, and that win against the Chiefs was pretty amazing. Listen, you could make a very compelling argument that the best offensive talent in the league at the eight, under the age of at 25 or under is all in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow, J- Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, and T. Higgins are all under the age of 25 or, or younger. And they're not going – I don't know how well they'll do this year because, you know, it's a, it's a process going through right. this. But I, I – they're not going anywhere. Like, they figured it out. It took them a while. You know, they, they would take one step forward, two step back this season. But they figured it out now. And I think they're going to be a problem for the next five to ten years in the NFL, in the AFC especially. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. All right, that's our man, Trey Wingo. Trey, happy New Year. I know that's it's getting right. a little late. We appreciate we're pretty, you. Pretty good in the hey, 2022 guys. now. But happy New Year, brother. And keep up the great work. And we'll talk to you soon. You got it, guys. Always a pleasure. Yep. And NBA All-Star has had it up to here with his home fans. We'll get into that next. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, we are The Odd Couple. And we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And real credit card questions require real people somebody who understands your issues and works with you to resolve them. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7, 365. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Rob, I hate to bring this up. I know it's a sore spot with you. Um, yes, but last I had night, that game in the bag yeah, last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> What'd you end up? You were 0-3 the night before. Where were you last night? 1-2? I wasn't 0-3. Oh, yeah, I was 0-3 the night before. 1-2. Yeah. Um, you 0-3 again? Oh, no, 1-2. Two. Two. 
One and I two, that's that's about par for your, your par for No, the I need to get you. I need to get put them doing it, the best. This how you need to look at it. If it was baseball, you'd be you'd be, a be hall in the of hall of fame unless they <laughs> caught me on the juice. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh in that game, we're talking about the Knicks comeback win over the Celtics. And my that goodness, fake how bank, about those banker Celtics? with the score tied. Uh, big shot by R.J. Barrett. Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier goes for 41 and 8. And if the 41 wasn't bad enough, he also dropped eight dimes on y'all head. Boston's an embarrassment. I mean, really are. With their talent. Not that they got championship talent, but this is ludicrous what they're doing. But anyway, so during the comeback, right, the Knicks rallying. They were down big. Oh, more than 19 points. And Julius Randle hits a shot. And the fans in the garden, who had been booing him earlier, okay, because Randle's had a down year. I mean, he hadn't been horrific. They, but, they, you know, team, based on what he did focused, last year. focused on him because he had well, that breakout year. There right. you go. It, it's not just, oh, Randle, what, did he get the big head? Did, nah. No. Now they're paying attention to him. Hello. You. Don't let Thank him you. beat you. Right. Don't yep. let him beat you. Yep, and it's showing. Look, he's a good player. He ain't all that. I mean, well, he was all know, that he, last year. He'll make a couple right. all-star teams. Right. You know, but he ain't all that, like I said. All this, oh, we can build. We got our star. No, you don't. Okay? So, Rob, last year, to bring it up quickly, 24 points a game. This year, 19.6. Last year, six dimes a game. This year, five, 4.9. I'll give him that. And rebounds about the same. Field goal percentage down from 45 and a half to 42, and three point percentage way down, 41 last year, 32 this year. Well, because and they obviously left they're not winning. But and they left them open though last year, right? They were still like kind of well, ahead. They, yeah. I mean, I I'm not say saying they completely open, open he, but he you know, but respect. go ahead, make yeah. it right, right, right. But um, but anyway, he's so he's getting booed earlier, and then you know he hits a bucket, and the fans start cheering him in the garden. You know what it's like there. Yes. Julius Randle, while running back up the court as they're cheering, gives them a thumbs down. What? Is this the New York Mets? Don't you remember Francisco hey, yes. Lindor? He, he, apparently, he didn't know that. He didn't pay attention. He didn't pay attention. The Mets did that to fans right. and had to apologize. And the next day. And so after the game, Rob, of course, he's asked, what kind of message were you trying to get across? Uh-oh. He says, he don't mince words. He says, shut the expletive up. That was his message. And, Rob, today he came back and apologized. <laughs> of course he did. Of course he Rob did. Rob G., what did he say? Did you, do you have it handy? It's how today he, he backtracked. Rob G. I'm sorry. There we go. I'm back. Uh, yeah, he put what out, show were you listening to on podcast? Yeah, I'm he, he was, listening. You know he wanted to go to his default excuse. Uh, technical, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm listening to Two He's Pro. He's listening to That was my fault. That was really my fault, guys. With, on straight No, fire. I was That's listening was to Two Pros and a cup of Joe. He listened to It was a great one by me. I really got J-Mac. No, you know, I'll be ready for Rob and Chris in a couple years. It's eerily similar to hearing Chris and Rob listen to their own promos during the commercial break. That's kind of the same exact thing. Yes. Which is true, by the way. No, he put out a whole statement on Instagram. You know, it was very heartfelt, but let me just sum up part of it. Um, Like most Knicks fans, I am really passionate about us being successful. I understand that my actions also represent the league, the organization, and the city. I should have handled things last night differently and expressed myself with more professionalism and more appropriate language in the heat of the moment. 
And he says a whole lot more, but that's. that's I, I'll say this, Rob, and we know he was wrong. He knows he was wrong now. I'm sure somebody got in his ear, and he that's why he apologized. I do get your natural human reaction. Your natural human reaction is, these are my home fans, and they're booing me? Oh, and now now you're cheering me? You're supposed to be there, have my back the whole run. I get where you're thinking. Your first instinct is, man, forget y'all, right? But you do have to understand it comes with your job. And, and I do think teams, Rob, and PR groups, they tell the players this, especially in New York, but it has to be driven home because I don't blame a guy. It's just like me. You know, years ago when I first got on Twitter and somebody said something and I respond like chump, whatever, you know, this or that. And then, and then, the, and, and then you realize, you, you know what, said, I, don't, uh, Chris, I don't need to. Don't do that. Don't yeah, do that. not jumping on me, but just like, hey, man, it ain't even worth it. You're making these guys big stars. They're happy to have, you know, blah, blah, blah. And now I don't even, don't even really pay attention to it. So, Neither but do I. I. I don't do that. Right. I don't. Yeah, you I just block them. them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you, but my point is. You, but you're an example, right? That's human nature. If It's just like if a reporter writes something bad about you. Your human nature is, dude, get out of my face. Don't be coming up in here trying to give me five now. You, I saw your column. Right. But it, with maturity, you understand, look, it comes with the territory. He's doing his job. The fans, they, they pay a lot of money to come see us play. They play the freight. They can do what they – you know what I'm saying? Like, so I just think but, it's but a maturity issue. But you can't win. Like, like, if you were ever going to be, like, in media relations, if I was running a department, I would have a meeting. I just don't understand why they don't go – you can't win the battle against the fans. I don't I – don't, you just – it's a loss. It's an L. You can't bite, right. bite the hand that feeds you. This is our lifeline. They're going to be here longer than you're a Nick. They pay the bills. They pay the bills. You can't do that. No matter what, they have a right. As long as they're not doing anything with disrespectful Chris or racist, but they right. have the right to show displeasure when their favorite team's not playing well. They do. Right. right. Period. And, and, for, and for Randall, Rob, look, they booed Patrick Ewing. They booed who everybody. Julius was much better than you. Yes. They booed Carmelo Anthony, who Julius was much better than you. So you just got to get over it. And hopefully he's sincere, Rob, in his apology. Two hours left, I couple. Lock it. One hour.